exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls, and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Peloton is ringing in the new year with so much new. With the Peloton bike, you get access to new classes, new music, and artist series. Get ready for fast, fun workouts with Peloton Boxing. They've also got new artist series. There are more than 100 artist series classes to pick from. For a limited time, experience it all with a $550 value offer on the Peloton Bike Plus, including $300 off the Bike Plus and free setup and delivery, a $250 value. Terms apply. Pro hockey returns today from an extended COVID-induced holiday break. The NHL is back, but not totally in the clear from COVID. There are just three games on the schedule tonight with matchups in Tampa, L.A., and San Jose. The Blue Jackets-Blackhawks game has been postponed in Chicago. The NHL is also adding new roster rules this week, including the use of taxi squads. That's when players are signed for a few weeks to give teams a full lineup if anyone on its main roster gets sick. The rule will be in place till the All-Star game in early February. Last week, more than 100 players were in COVID protocols when the league shut down. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Bitcoin, big tech investments, bubbly outfizzed both this year. Data from Live Trade shows a record number of purchases and trades of vintage champagne and other spirits on online platforms, and that's despite big price hikes. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. On our first date, we had masks on and kept six feet apart. Now, we're a lot closer. Just like Cliff and Deb, thousands of singles over 50 found their perfect match on Silver Singles last year. I feel like I'm 20 years old again, and I'm pretty sure she feels the same way. Rediscover the magic of dating with Silver Singles, the exclusive community for singles over 50. Sign up today and receive daily matches you won't want to miss at silversingles.com radio. Silversingles.com radio. What are your 2022 business goals? Simplified IT? More security? Dell Technologies has the expertise to help you. From transforming your digital workspaces to providing comprehensive end-to-end IT solutions. Get high-performance computers featuring Windows 11 Pro with powerful hardware-based security and savings up to 45% during Dell's New Year event sale. Get special financing through Dell Financial Services. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, Dasher here. I'm one of the reindeer. <laughs> you know, those reindeer. We're the ones who actually keep things going up here. The big guy isn't much help. He needs his rest for that magic night. And Mrs. Claus is busy with paperwork, making a list, checking it twice. Somebody has to keep the elves in line. Hey, keep it now in there. And take care of the finances. We go to OUCU Financial, formerly Ohio University Credit Union. Make the season shine with a holiday loan from OUCU Financial. Eight out of nine reindeer would definitely recommend. And it would have been nine out of nine if Vixen had just been paying attention to the question. With low interest rates, you can control your holiday debt, pay off high interest credit cards, and have enough left over for milk and cookies. When you go to OUCU Financial, you're not just one of the herd. Apply for a holiday loan from OUCU Financial and make your finances glow. Apply online at OUCU.org slash holiday or stop by a branch today. Subject to credit approval, fairly insured by NCUA. 
My name is Micah. I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org. Hewite Honda has had a banner year this year, and they want to thank you for your trust in letting their dealership get you into your next great new Honda or Nissan. They also have a large selection of great used vehicles at great prices. Put Hewite Honda of Athens on your shopping list this holiday season. Go see them at 250 Columbus Road for great deals, too. Buy with confidence at Hewite Honda of Athens. Also visit their website, HewiteHondaAthens.com. Happy holidays from your friends at Hewite Honda of Athens. Integrated Services uh, is constantly seeking partnerships. How can I have a meaningful relationship with primary care providers so that we can take care of our shared community of people that need support? We've grown exponentially and I really see the next five to ten years being a similar story. The opportunities are endless. Have you heard of Project RISE? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project RISE. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project RISE will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Your sports leaders in Athens County, 970 WATH and WXTQ Power 105, the flagship station of your Ohio Bobcats and the home of the Athens County Game of the Week. And on 970 WATH, tune in for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Cincinnati Reds, Columbus Blue Jackets, Cincinnati Bengals, and all season long, Athens Bulldog football, basketball, and baseball. Monday through Friday, tune in to the sports fans starting at 6.06 and stay up to date with local sports. Follow us on Twitter at WATHWXTQ Sports. I-N-E-P-T, track. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Raw, raw, raw! Coach Turf, your inept tech football team came out on the short end of a 49-3 score last week at Indiana That's Orthopedic. Right. Uh, they was 49 and we was 3. IOU was the opponent uh, on the road. I know you were at a bit of a disadvantage going into that game because one of your starting players, Stubby Simmons, I think, was injured in the previous game. Was he able to make the trip? Well, that's right. You know, uh, Stubby did fit into the Packard. Uh, he rode in the glove compartment because we had to stick his injured leg outside the window. Uh, but he did make the trip, yes, sir, and we were real glad that he did because uh, one of the things that was real positive about the trip was even though we was playing our opponents, Indiana Orthopedic University, what they done is they had a bunch of team doctors there that was real fine doctors, and they fixed old Stubby up. So not only uh, did they fix him up, Real good. They fixed him up so as he could play in the ball game. Coach, another positive note to that ball game with IOU was the fact that you did score for the first time this season. Well, that's right. You know, we did get ourselves a field goal in that ball game. And I'll be back to talk with Coach Turf about that field goal right after this message. Yes, sir. They fixed old Stubby up, and they fixed him up to make him two inches taller, too. And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by Honeybees. 
Well, Coach Turf, I know you don't find many bright spots in a 49-3 loss, but you did score for the first time this season. Well, that's right. You know, there ain't many bright spots, especially uh, when it, the weather's so bad as it was. You know, it was raining, it was cold, it was storming, it was windy. It was a real bad scene up there, and I think that uh, we need to let the fans in on how important getting this field goal was to our program here. So I think what we better do is set the stage for what happened right before the field goal happened. You know, it was right there at the end of the ball game, and we was losing 49 to zip, and we had the ball in our own territory, and it's raining, and it's windy, and it's blowing, and it's real cold and everything. And you got to remember that Stubby Simmons is a holder on the field goal team, and he's been injured for the last week, and they just fixed him up so he could play in the ball game. And the ball game is real... And and the ball is real slippery there in the ball game. So you got to remember, it's going to be tough for Stubby to hold on to that ball when they center it to him. And remember, our field goal kicker, a boy named of a Sammy Sidewinder, freshman this year, had trouble kicking off in the uh, ball game at uh, SOS in the first ball game of the season. So he's a little nervous. So we figured that we'd get his confidence up by sending him in to try a field goal, even though it was the last play of the ball game. You got to remember that Sammy is out there concentrating. He's got to lock his leg. He's got to follow through. He's got to watch the ball. And he done exactly that. We centered the ball, and Stubby had it. And Sam is concentrating. He locked his leg. He followed through, except he, he missed the ball. He kicked Stubby, but Stubby went clean over the uprights, and Stubby was still doing his job. He was holding on to the football, so the referee gave us three points because you got to remember, you don't get no points at all if just the holder goes over. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H Oh, my. I just shake my head every time I hear uh, Coach Archer's show, and I I really do like it. It's so weird. Good morning. We got a free-for-all today. In fact, uh, all week we will. We'll start scheduling uh, guests uh, after the New Year's. Forty-five degrees outside our studios at the moment. We might gain a couple in the next uh, few hours. Forty-nine, fifty are high, perhaps sixty-one tomorrow. And 59 on Thursday, 61 on Friday, 62 on Saturday, and then back to 40 on Sunday. Well, you get the point. Uh, 35 on Monday. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's been a kind of an unusual early winter, I would say. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I would say it's been a spring-like kind of balmy winter so far. We've only had what. Uh, a week of winter so far, officially. We with, have uh, one uh, winter beginning twenty first. One and a half light snowfalls. That uh, you know there was a dusting. And um, yeah, we haven't had that significant snowfall yet to where we can 
use that number of how many snowfalls we're going to get. The old uh, folklore of that. Oh, yeah. Now, let me see. Remind me on that. Well, on the date of the first That's significant right. snowfall. Okay. For instance, if it, if it snows on the 8th of the month, then we, we, we are supposedly destined to have eight more significant snowfalls. And whenever that's the first snowfall, it doesn't matter what month it is, it's the day. Yeah, the number. The number of the calendar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we would have eight total significant snowfalls, including that one. And have we found out, you know, we've been doing this show a long time. Has that held up? It's been pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Last year, I think it. we had the first one um, on November 30th. And December 1st, like overnight into that morning. Okay. So we weren't sure which one to go with, so we split the difference. And we went 14 to 15 snowfalls. And if I remember correctly, I think we had 11, 11 or 12. Okay. So it was pretty close. Well, in any case, um, we'll see what happens. Yep. Well, today is, however, Holy Innocence Day. Um, holy innocence uh, if you can just dig into that a little bit in the meantime I'll go on it's National Chocolate Candy Day mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. nope. very few would complain about that mm -hmm. again National Short Film Day National Card Playing Day and it's Pledge of Allegiance Day. I think those are, a couple of them, kind of odd. Um, and I like them. It's just, I think it's, why December 28th? Yeah, but, uh, why, why wouldn't it be like on July 4th? Yeah, Pledge of Allegiance. Something like that. Yeah. But I, I recited that this morning. Uh, pulled that one out of the uh, mental file cabinet. And I'll tell you what, I... Couldn't remember the last time I said that. Can you remember you when the you pledge actually, of allegiance? Yeah, when you verbally said it. Well, we say it at uh, every Rotary meeting. Do you really? Okay. Yes, every Monday. Um, where else? There's another group I belong to that uh, does it. Well, anyway, particularly Rotary Club. Uh, when you open, the, I mean, you you arrive and you. Um, Everybody's greeted, and, and they start eating their luncheon. Um, but when the meeting convenes, the first thing they do is pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Holy Innocence Day. Oh, holy. I keyed in national. No, Holy Innocence Holy Day. Innocence Day is uh, Tuesday. December 28th, which is today, Gee. and I'm buying some time here while it loads. Oh, oh okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> what I happens? <laughs> okay, I get it. <clears throat> the day commemorates the execution of the innocent male children in Bethlehem, oh. as told in the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verse 16, when... King Herod was upset about the news of the birth of Christ. He felt it as a threat yes. to him. 
King Herod's order found in Matthew's account of the king's reaction to the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecy that a Savior would be born. So it's certainly nothing you celebrate. It's more of a thing that we must remember. Yeah, commemoration. All right, let's see. On this day in history, the year 1065, that's a while ago, Westminster Abbey in London consecrated. Now let's just make sure people understand the word consecrate. Um, Because you might say burned down was destroyed, was uh, inaugurated. You know, what is consecrated? Just so everybody knows for sure. Okay. To consecrate is of church or land having been made or declared sacred. Okay. So it was on that date, on this date, rather... In yes. the year 1065, that the the Westminster Abbey area was consecrated, yeah, made, it, uh, declared a holy ground. Yes, and in uh, terms of Christian belief of bread and wine, the communion is declared to be a represent the body and the blood of Christ. We skip to the year 1612 for our next one. It says, first observation of Neptune, Galileo observes and records a fixed star without realizing it is a planet. Then we skip another 150 years to 1767. Um, I'm not sure of the pronunciation here. King Taksin or Taksin T-A-K-S-I-N is the name. He was crowned King of Thailand and establishes the uh, Thonburi as his capital. 1836, Spain recognizes the independence of Mexico. That was a big deal. 1860, Harriet Tubman arrives in Auburn, New York on her last mission to free slaves having evaded capture for eight years on the Underground Railroad. She was quite a gal. Harriet Tubman. 1908, earthquake strikes Messina, Italy. That earthquake, think of this, killed 80,000 people. 1943, all... Kalmyk inhabitants of the Republican of Kalmuki were, re- were deported by the Soviet Union to Central Asia and Siberia. Many die while en route. Okay, famous birthdays. We've got four here. Two of them are still alive. Okay, so Stan Lee. Born in 1922, died in 2018. Stan Lee. This picture looks kind of familiar, although this is certainly toward the end of his life. He's much older here. Born in when? 22? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an American comic book writer, editor, yeah. publisher, and producer 
He rose through the ranks of a family-run business called Timely Publications, which would later become Marvel Comics. Yes. Woodrow Wilson, former president, born in 1856, died in 1924. Okay, uh, the next two are uh, still living. Uh, Denzel Washington, celebrating his 67th birthday today. And, um, boy, I don't think I know this next person. Linus Torvalds, T-O-R-V-A-L-D-S, celebrating his 52nd birthday. Linus Benedict Torvalds is a Finnish-American software engineer who is the creator and historically the main developer, uh, developer of the Linux kernel used by Linux Distributions and other operating systems such as the Android. Yeah. Software guy. Mm-hmm. Two famous deaths to report. And Ante Pavlik. P-A-V-E-L-I-C. And then there's kind of a tilde over the C. Not a tilde. Uh, well, anyway. Tilt. I can't remember what they call those marks. Yeah, I, I, I can... It's right on the tip of my tongue, too. Okay. I stick my tongue out and look in a mirror, right? Uh, Ante Pavlik <laughs> was a Croatian politician who founded and headed the fascist ultranationalist organization known as the Ustase in 1929 and served as dictator of the independent state of Croatia. Mm-hmm. The other one, a bit older yet, uh, Rob Roy who was born in 1671, died in 1734. Rob Roy. Hmm, there's a bunch of them that came up here. 1671 to 1734. Well, we can let it go. Uh, let's see what we pull up here. Rob Roy McGregor became a clan leader and in 1701 acquired land on the Loch Lamont side where he prospered as a legitimate cattle dealer. Famous Scottish folk hero and outlaw of the early 18th century who is sometimes known as the Scottish Robin Hood. Okay. Well. He must have been a cattle rustler. Something. (laughs) Or something. Hey. I came across something this morning that I thought was interesting. So, of all the so-called social medias, right? I mean, there's dozens of them. But there's probably eight that are well-known. What would you say is the most famous or most popular one? Of social media? Yeah. Um, I'd say Facebook. I would agree. Yeah. And I just read this morning that Facebook was basically founded at Harvard. And it was meant only for their student body to use. However, and I don't have a year for this, 
However, they go on to say that later they expanded it to higher education institutions in the Boston area so that Boston universities could share it. And then they did it with the Ivy League schools in Stanford. And then they gradually added other universities around the nation and then high schools... But since 2006, anyone aged 13 and older has been allowed to become a registered user of Facebook. It was founded in 2004, just two years earlier. I just thought, uh, I don't know, just a little bit of trivia there. Yeah, a little tidbit. If you ever make it on Jeopardy or... (laughs) One of those shows, the Game Show Network. Well, let's see here. Um, you know, during the course of the year, we probably utilize, I don't know, 30 or 40 times a year a Wallet Hub report. You hear me use that term, Wallet Hub. And they go through and pick a topic, and then they uh, talk about where it is um, uh, most popular and so on and so forth. And it could be like, where is the best time to celebrate New Year's? Not time, place, excuse me. Time, I I think the time we got figured out. (laughs) Uh, but where's you know where are the best cities to celebrate New Year's? Okay, well, uh, I came across a sub-report of theirs today that um, sort of outlines some of their um, some of their things here. So the best cities for Christmas. The top three were Atlanta, Orlando, and Las Vegas. The best cities for New Year's, New York, Las Vegas, and Orlando. So let's let's keep a count here. Orlando and Las Vegas have made it twice already. Um, Okay, the next one is making a realistic budget and sticking to it Um, and in this case Wallet Hub uh, uh, the top 10 New Year's financial resolutions for the year you know as you approach a new year you may say well this year we got to do better with saving or we got to do better got to find a better job make more money I don't know whatever it might be investing Charitable donations, tax returns, on and on. Um, what are the best credit cards? At this moment, they're saying Chase Freedom Unlimited, Wells Fargo Active Cash, and Pedal 2. Never heard of it. And that's as of today. Um, what about credit card debt? It says it fell by $82 billion 
in 2020, but has increased 70 billion in 21. Okay, what's the result of another one of their studies? The best gifts. So 2021's best gifts are from, and they list them in this order, Target, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, Nike, and iTunes. Hmm. Okay, what about um, most charitable states? They have Utah, Maryland, and Minnesota. And most caring cities? Madison, Wisconsin, Boston, Massachusetts, and New York. The largest populations of economically disadvantaged residents. How would you like to have that title? Three cities they note. Detroit, Brownsville, that's in Texas, and Cleveland. But I just thought um, those summaries from some of the reports we had during the year uh, were worth repeating. Okay, what do you do, what, what, what does everybody talk about when it comes to New Year? Um, I, I guess the word that comes to mind is resolutions. So you've gone through a year, and here you're trying to come up with a couple of goals or resolutions that you'd like to do better during the upcoming new year. Okay, now, some of those can be pretty serious, right? (laughs) Yep. Some can be life-changing. Some can be health-changing. Some can be profession-changing. Well, so I, there's a bunch of lists on the Internet of New Year's resolutions. But I I pulled this one here. I pulled several, actually. But, um... Okay. So here's the first one. These are ten realistic resolutions. I will start washing my hands after I use the restroom. Jeez. Really? That's one? Shouldn't you do that anyway? I will (laughs) stop drinking orange juice just after I've brushed my teeth. (laughs) Ew. I will stop licking frozen flagpole. I will only get divorced and remarried once this year. Oh, my. I will watch more movie remakes. 
I will go back to school to avoid paying my student loans. <laughs> and get more student loans added on top of them. I will keep it to myself that I have trouble with authority when I'm being interviewed. I will spend less than $1,825 on coffee at Starbucks this year. In the last one under these realistic ones, I will claim all my pets as dependents on my taxes. <laughs> okay, now what, what, what if you're a technology type person, right? <clears throat> so here are their top ten. Technology-related resolutions. I will watch more cute and cuddly kitten videos on YouTube. I will check my work email account at least once this year. There's a couple staffers of ours I wonder about how often. Well, never mind. But wait, wait, wait. What was the last one again? I will check my work email account at least once this year. Oh, yeah. I, I'll go with that, too. Okay. That's legit. I will switch my username to password and my password to username to make each a lot harder for hackers to figure out. <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> I wonder if anyone actually has done that. Uh, sure, yeah. I will watch less TV in standard definition. <laughs> I will stop buying worthless junk on eBay because QVC has better specials. I will start using Facebook for something other than Farmville and stupid quizzes. I don't even know what Farmville is. Well, let's keep going. Here. I will help kids stay safe by not texting on my cell phone while eating McDonald's and speeding through crosswalks in school zones with a frost-covered windshield. Oh, my goodness. Farm Farmville, by the way, I think is a, like a video game. Okay. When you were back on that one previously. Well, what do I know? Now you know. That's I will avoid know. fingertip soreness by learning <clears throat> to play rock band instead of real guitar. Two more. I will start a blog about how I would write more often if I had something important to write. <laughs> Only make one blog entry and leave it published for years. <laughs> so whoever that is has... Nothing useful to say, apparently, or they have lots of useless information. Their final one here, it says, I will talk with a robot voice all the time. Okay. Did you just try to right there? Well, not very well. Okay. Well, I, was, well, I thought you had more. I thought, oh, okay, there's more coming. 
Okay. I won't talk like this very much. Yeah, that's like better, that. better than I do. <laughs> You know, here's, uh, say, say you wish to make resolutions about your diet or weight management or something like that, right? All right. I will lose weight by hiding it somewhere you'll never find it. <laughs> I will gain enough weight to get on The Biggest Loser. It must be a TV show. Yes, it is. It's about weight loss. I, I, I guessed that. Okay. I will buy new clothes big enough to account for next year's holidays. I will lose weight by living on the moon. I will find a more accurate scale. I will build biceps by increasing reps of ding-dong curls to three sets of 15. Uh, I will stop buttering my donuts. <laughs> Good night. That's a cholesterol attack waiting to happen there and then the last one i will eat more fruit snacks to counter that buttered donut you know i did see another article this morning i didn't bring it in but they listed like uh four popular fruits and they said after 7 p.m you shouldn't which one is the worst to eat as far as weight was concerned let's see if i can remember i think you had pear, apple, blueberries, and something. There were two others. Which one do you think they said was the worst to eat after 7 p.m. for for weight purposes? Oh, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna. I'll guess cherries. They said blueberries. Blueberries. Ah, I never would have guessed that. I like blueberries. Maybe that's why I got a punch. Yeah, I, I like them too, but they don't like me very well sometimes. Oh, okay. Nine best foods and drinks you can have before bed to enhance your quality of sleep. Well, that's not weight-driven, but sleep. Almonds, turkey, chamomile tea, kiwi, tart, cherry juice, oh, what you, what, where's fatty this fish. I just happened to... Oh, you find this. Googled this while we were yeah. going. Huh? Yeah. Walnuts, passion flower tea. Okay. The next group of resolutions. This one concerns money and finances, right? I will pay off my credit cards every month in full with my other credit cards. I will save some money for a rainy day. That way I can shop online instead of having to go to an actual store. I will keep better records throughout the year. That way I can listen to better music while I'm figuring my taxes. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, well. I will look for investors for my home office business. 
right. I will lower my bills by digging a hole to put them in. I will avoid getting a divorce by practicing polygamy. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Um, or whatever. Um, I will borrow things more often and return them less often. Well, that ain't good. I will visit the grocery... St- um, I will visit the grocery more often than restaurants, especially when free samples are being served. Okay. I will buy a fire extinguisher so my money won't burn a hole in my pocket. Prompt. Oh, well. Let's see here. What's the next group? Oh, these are just people commenting on Let's see here. Let's see what they have to say. This person says, My New Year's resolution is to get a new job that pays good. Okay. That is admirable. Here's the next person. They say, I can never accomplish resolutions except maybe these. (laughs) The ones we just read. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, here's another. I don't make New Year's resolutions. I am perfect already. Hmm. Wow. Um. What's an angry whopper? An angry whopper. Yeah. I think that's something on the Burger King menu. I think it's a little, I want to say it's a little spicy. Well, anyway, someone says here, I'm going to order an angry whopper and try to get it to calm me down. It's uh, the signature angry sauce that is put on there. I see. Uh, here's a resolution. Another person says, I'm going to brush my teeth after I eat broccoli. <laughs> um, or popcorn, or raisins, or grapes. Here's one I can't say. It's just too off-color. Oh, well, I guess we're okay on this. Let's put this away. <coughs> Anyway, New Year's resolutions, it's something, uh, oh, it's something that uh, we talk about each year, and I don't know how many of us actually do it. Well, this is a time of year, and, and it has been for a few weeks now, and it continues to be for a while, when many people are thinking about charitable giving. And every community has their own unique needs. Um, I've got an article from the New York Times 
is how can you maximize the impact of your donations, especially if you can't afford to give large amounts? And this New York Times columnist has suggested using an app or a service, I suppose it is, called GiveWell. There's no space between the give and the W. E and the W. Give well. It's one like one word. They go on here to say every year Give Well distills in its depth in its in-depth research into a list of top charities. The organizations that accomplish the most good in the world in terms of lives saved or improved for the least cost. GiveWell's recommendations tend to be concentrated in the poorest parts of the world where even small donations can do a lot of good. An example, the SEVA Foundation, S-E-V-A. A significant portion of their work is removing cataracts with a 15-minute surgery that costs roughly $50 per eye. So, you know, helping them could help many other people who have a need for cataract surgery and evidently don't have, uh, you know, the money to do it. Another example, consider supporting efforts to fight COVID. You can donate directly to the World Health Organization or to Gavi, Gavi, G-A-V-I, which is the nonprofit that supports COVAX, the UN-backed effort to vaccinate people in lower-income countries. Some would rather just help their local areas. I think that um, this is not in the article, but I'm going to say I would suggest speaking to our Chamber of Commerce or to people involved in these community efforts to get their suggestions as to which organizations do a terrific job in our region. You've probably heard me mention one each time I talk about Pooch Patrol. Uh, Consider financially donating to the dog shelter. And you can send them either to the shelter itself. Or the friends of the shelter. Or the friends of the shelter. Or you can send them to the Athens County Auditor's Office. Right. We have... um, But, of course, your choice. Sure. Well, um, there's plenty to look at on this topic. And... um, 
charitable giving uh, is the words I would use. And then you could say Ohio, you could say Athens, you could say whatever you wish. Um, okay, now, um, we, we have started this process of having um, a daily commentary from my father, which were recorded years ago. And uh, this one's called Life on the Farm, and we'll play it and let you enjoy it. Friends, on the farm 80 years ago, what we could not do with a horse, we did with our back. No power saw, no combine, no electricity. We chopped wood, dug ditches with a shovel, loaded the hay wagon with a pitchfork. Mother turned the washing machine and the churn with her hands. She ironed all the clothes with an iron heated on the stove. But in 1913, things changed. My father installed a gasoline engine, a dynamo, and batteries for electricity, and pressure tanks for water. We were the first farm in Van Wert County to do so. We children could now study with the electric light instead of the big coal oil lamp with a round wick. Mother actually had an electric iron instead of the old iron. We could go out to the barn and simply turn on the water from the pressure tank instead of pumping water by hand for an hour in the morning and another hour in the evening. Our neighbors came to call, but they really wanted to see our electricity inside water, and of course each one insisted that they needed to use our new inside bathroom. Even when they pulled the chain and the roar of gushing water sounded throughout the house, we listened with pride because it was the latest luxury on the farm. On Saturday afternoon, we went to town to sell eggs and butter and buy a few things at Crosby's Grocery. Dad would give each of us children a dime. We went to the Lyric Theater to see a picture show for five cents, then to Morris's Ice Cream Parlor for a pineapple soda for five cents. My, that was living. We thought we were quite well off. And come to think of it, we were. Just thought you'd like to know. Yeah. They, uh, one of the neat things that would be neat, is, well, neat things that would be neat, and that's kind of redundant, is if we had the date that that aired originally on each of these. Um... Just, just based upon um, listening to my dad there, I, I would say that was toward the end of his life. Um, and he lived to be 94. Uh, he just sounded a little tired there to me, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But fascinating story. Okay, now, New Year's. It's a time of celebration often, right? Yeah. And uh, music. Um, I, we, we, we put forth this question. What is What are the tunes most associated with uh, New Year's? And, of course, Guy Lombardo's, uh, what is it? Um, Auld Lang Syne. Yeah, Auld Lang Syne, of course, is on here. But it's amazing how many more contemporary tunes there are, right? Scott, you picked one, right? Yeah, I did. Tell us about it. 
it is by Sister Sledge, and it was. Oh, pr- that's the one you're doing. Yeah. I was going to go that other one. Oh, it was produced. This one was produced in 1979, I believe. It was uh, in the late 70s, obviously, in the disco era, and this actually turned out to be the theme song of the Pittsburgh Pirates, who won the 1979 World Series. So, uh, so they that, actually... So we're, so we're doing Sister Sledge. Yeah, let's do that one. And uh, they actually were there at uh, Three Rivers Stadium, standing on the Pirates' dugout, singing that song when the Pirates, right after they clinched and winning the World Series that year. Sister Sledge. <laughs>
are family, and uh, boy, that stopped kind of sudden. Like, um, anyway, um, we do um, we do have fifty two songs. They say are uh, closely associated with Happy New Year. So we'll try to offer a few of them uh, as the week goes by. In the meantime, um, once Bob, again, the Bobcats the game canceled tonight. If you want to throw yeah, that in there real quick, I I'm glad you remembered i had meant to uh there was to be a game tonight at the convo at seven o'clock that has been postponed in other words they haven't said what's going to become of it yeah eastern michigan has some uh as they say a pause in their program okay which indicates obviously some COVID issues 45 degrees right now outside and uh, headed up to uh, 49 61 tomorrow and uh, some rain later in the day. Have a wonderful day. In our day 72nd up. year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The CDC has issued new guidelines that could put people with mild cases of COVID back in the daily mix sooner. They cut the isolation recommendation for the asymptomatic from 10 days to 5 and urge masking around others for 5 days after that. Epidemiologist Eric Fiegel says the change raises red flags. Many other countries rely on testing to exit isolation early. Relying on self-reported symptomatic reasons is not very reliable. Dr. Anthony Fauci tells CNN. We want to get people back to the jobs, particularly those with essential 